0: Between Google updates, website changes, and the fast pace of the online world, businesses today can only hope to understand the changing digital marketing scene. Welcome to the Web Buzz Podcast, your home for all digital marketing buzz. From the trends, hacks, and updates all around the web, welcome your hosts, Sean Tiberio and Roger Valdez. What's going on, digital world? It's the Web Buzz Podcast, and we are finally back. Back with season number two, as we're finally getting going into 2022. And I finally was able to pull Roger to his desk. He finally was able to kick me in the you know what and said, hey, no more saying next week we'll get it going again. No more saying next week we'll come off of vacation mode from December. So it's good to see you back, Mr. Google Nader.
1: Yeah. Good to be back, man. Um, you said it, it was, it was hard. <laughs> it was hard. <laughs> so we, we uh, this podcast is all about kind of educating about digital marketing business. And, and these are one, of, this is one of the main things that we talk about in, mo- in almost every topic in regards to just taking action. Right. And that's one of the most famous things that I like to say is like, make sure you take action. And as you can see, even someone that's, you know, we try to kind of, keep each other accountable right that's it works mm-hmm. so well but man you guys gotta gotta know that it's hard for all of us so um you know take that as a lesson you're not the only one out there uh but it's good to have an accountability partner sean <laughs> finally we got uh, both to, us, uh, on to here,
0: you guys. as well i mean we definitely were not eating our own uh frosted flakes so to say right yep. <laughs> we were we were preaching it but weren't doing it i kept making excuses oh the studio's nuts i moved into a new office since uh we closed out 2021 and had things all over the place and uh good news is folks we're back yeah. uh, and
1: full, full transparency too it's not like we were and like a lot of you guys out there it's not like you know um you just don't want to do it there's just so much you know on the plate like for us there's so much we can be doing within our business and what what's going on things that we want to implement for 2022 I'm sure a lot of you guys run into that and it's really easy to just kind of put certain things so, aside and that's how you have to kind of prioritize right because that's that's the main thing what are the ones that are going to bring in the leads the dollars into the business and got to prioritize those tasks
0: absolutely and uh, if you're joining us live today let us know in the comments say hello uh, whatnot reach out. Whatever you want to do, uh, we wish you a really good new year. Hopefully it's been off to a really good start. We're deep into, it's hard to believe we're already about to close out month number one, 11 months left of 2022. Feels like we literally just got started on this month. But uh, cool thing is Web Buzz podcast this season here, season number two, uh, is going to be taking a little bit different uh, shape. Still bringing you all the great value, all the great education and, and knowledge around all things, digital marketing, especially for our real estate folks out there in the real estate world, real estate investing side, and the and the leverage that the the digital footprint can bring. But we've also got a, a new sponsor on board uh, for the show and some new things. This has been something Roger and I've been working in the back end. Uh, as we closed out 2021, we started to roll this out a little bit more. Top Results Consulting, you guys all know that's our mother company. That is the the big brand, right? The big, kind of the big driver of this ship that helps get results for our real estate folks online. Uh, but uh, as we closed out 2021, Roger and I launched REI Toolbox, a a just that. It's a toolbox that's constantly growing with new tools to help you advance in the real estate investing world and advance your real estate business your real estate consulting firm your real estate solution providing opportunities to distressed homeowners and we want to thank rei toolbox for being kind of the the forefront and the pusher going forward so if you want to better understand how rei toolbox can help you in the real estate world just head over to reitoolbox.com. we'll link that down in the show notes as well uh, Roger, myself, got a lot of fun things coming in 2022. One of those things is supposed to be done in like another week. I won't put Roger on the spot and see if he's if he's ready for it yet, but it's supposed to be done. It was on our map. It was on our game plan to be done by January to really help our, our real estate folks. So REIToolbox.com, check it out. Uh, and, uh, it'll all be down in the show notes and everything. So we do got a fun fun topic today. We're still talking digital on on today's episode, but we're going to talk kind of the next layer. You got a big problem out there. A lot of lot of businesses, especially my real estate individuals, you got a big problem with your digital marketing on why it's not converting motivated individuals into actual opportunities. And we're going to break it down and discuss it. And you'd be surprised it's not what you're thinking. I can promise you that. You're probably thinking a couple other things. We're going to get into all of that. But uh, first, I want to hand it over to Mr. Google Nader himself, see if there's anything you'd like to throw in as we get going on season number two.
1: The only thing, man, as like happy new year to everybody, um, trying to figure out when to stop saying that, you know, we're already on the 20th day. <laughs> so uh, just because it is our first episode, hopefully everybody, like Sean said, is kicking off the year uh, on the right foot. And um, if you're not, there's still time, right? You can always kind of make changes, you have full control over your aura, right? So just kind of Make sure if you don't feel like you're there, um, do it, right? And and this podcast and other podcasts and groups, accountability partners, you know, very important to keep you moving, but super excited. Nothing to really add to kind of what's coming up. Um, I know uh, it's a good subject, a good topic that we're going to be talking about, but I'll kind of inject um, some value around the SEO portion, how to uh this particular topic. But yeah, man, let's go ahead and
0: kick it off and get going. Absolutely. So, uh, I'm going to pose this question. I'm actually going to put you on the spot, Roger. I'm going to ask you this. Let's do it. (laughs) What do you think the biggest challenge, uh, what what is the biggest challenge to the real estate world and real estate investors out there when it comes to their, their digital marketing, actually getting them motivate opportunities. Do you think it is a not enough leads B low quality leads C, it costs too much to get these leads. Or D, lack of tracking. (laughs) This was not... If I really wanted to throw in there, the final one would be, you've got way too many options.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So... All, all all of them are t- depending on your business right i love that answer depends <laughs> but i'm going to go i um, and this particular one just not knowing anybody's business or or what's going on a lot of times if you've made an effort right if i'm consider i'm assuming that we're we're looking at someone that made an effort in most cases they're sitting there and they're wondering twiddling their thumbs is like this isn't working right so i'm going to go with d basically tracking right they don't know what they don't know and that's what i've seen more and more sometimes i do get you know we do get clients they're doing very well but because of the lack of tracking they have no idea that they're supposed to follow up so their leads and potential clients are falling through the cracks others tried and they're on a platform that is just horrible when it comes to trying to amplify their brand and really mm-hmm. generate leads for them so it's doing nothing so um in this case i'm going to go with d
0: and I agree with you. But I'm gonna take you a step back now and, okay. th- and think that same question that I just asked. You. And which one do you think the average real estate individual would answer back? Uh, if you need help remembering the the options, it was A, my digital marketing just doesn't give me enough leads. That's the problem. That's why it's not covering enough leads. B. The quality is bad. C. Cost. Too much. And then you've already kind of answered D is kind of your go-to. So what do you think the average individual, because I don't, I don't think the average individual thinks their problem is tracking. I think the average investor out there is falling into ABC.
1: You know what? Yeah. Uh, yeah, especially a, um, I mean, in these, as you guys can see, this was not premeditated. Not at all. <laughs> There's uh, different types of answers here, but <laughs> I think a is another one that I would probably go. It's like uh, not enough leads, right? Not enough leads. And then it kind of connects to D, right? It's like, are you tracking
0: the kind of And I couldn't agree more there. I hear this all the time when I talk to a lot of our clients early on in their relationship with us, pre their relationship with us. And this is the first. Thing that I'll get is, hey, my digital marketing sucks at converting motivated leads or motivated sellers into actual opportunities and solid leads, because I just don't have enough of it. There's just not enough coming through it to actually get there. And I always follow back with, is it really a lead problem? When you have things like Google, uh, you know, other forms of SEO uh, with the GMB with and, and all the stuff that we've talked about, like crazy on this show, when you've got offline type stuff, when you've got other strategic ways of leveraging landing style pages, right? Silo pages, pillar content, these type of things. you've got uh, referrals that could be out there. you've got other ways of of content is is your digital presence lacking because there's just no opportunity? And it's really hard for somebody to answer yes to that then when in reality, the problem is the unconverted opportunities that are out there which tie into I love that you answered the first way with the tracking side of it because you're getting opportunity what some people don't understand is you go work with with REI toolbox Roger and his magic wisdom of of the google nader and then he waves his little magic wand and our our little team you know runs through and does all these little dustings and, and does stuff next thing you know you know two months goes by and you're ranking number one on google and there's, let's say, 150 searches for a particular keyword, and you're in the first position, and you're getting, let's say, 60% of that 150 seeing your listing there, your your organic number one spot, and clicking onto your website. Well, if if I was tracking this, and I could pay attention and go, okay, I had two, let's say, I over the course of the month across all the keywords that i'm doing really well for, i had 250 eyeballs on my website. And we see this all the time, Roger. Clients that have 2 200 three, 300, you know, 350 400 hits a month in the analytics, in that tracking aspect to their website and they're telling us, I don't have any opportunities. I'm not getting any leads. My digital footprint, my digital marketing is not driving any leads. And I always go back to the analogy, the website is like a storefront. If I, if I put 200 people, Roger, answer this. Imagine we owned a brick and mortar store and we had 200 people walking in it every month. And we did zero business at the end of the month after 200 people walked through. Is it a lead problem or is it a conversion problem? Conversion problem. Hands I'm down, to op- right?
1: I'm to optimize. The inside of the store.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Obviously, something's not working well once I got them in there. So if from a digital standpoint, this is the big problem I see with a lot of the the real estate folks that we we get the privilege of working with early on is it's not the, the lead issue. We can get you traffic. REI Toolbox, Top Results Consulting. That's that's cake work, getting traffic to your site. The next stage is where the money is really made, because when I have somebody on that website and I want to use I I call her frustrated Betty or you can call her stress Nancy. Uh, Imagine a I I use this analogy on a podcast. I was one of our clients. I was on their podcast. I said, imagine frustrated Susie. Thirty five years old, recently divorced, two kids low wage job can't afford the house any longer got the house in in the divorce can't afford it anymore can't afford the payments creeping up on two months delinquent what time of day is frustrated susie trying to find the answers online what would your answer be roger middle of the night when the kids are sleeping absolutely
1: everything's calm (laughs)
0: Yeah. The, the, probably the only time in her day where it's quiet and now all those thoughts are keeping her up, right? Well, what business is open at two, three in the morning? So she's doing searches. She finds you at two, three in the morning. She gets to your website and to a lot of the stuff Rogers talked about in the past on this, this podcast you don't have good information. It's confusing. It's not well laid out. What does she do? She moves on. Well, that's an unconverted lead. That was the individual that walked in the store, didn't understand what was on your shelves. You had a bunch of bare shelves. Turn around and walks out and goes next door to the store that has a better, better footprint, right? Better, a better layout, has more product out, whatever it might be. She went to the next listing that she saw, and you've lost that opportunity. Now, let's stop for a second and say, okay, we've listened to Roger. We've listened to the the magic wisdoms of Google Nader. And we've done the right stuff, siloed out our structure, got good solid content. It's obviously highly optimized because it's ranking well. I'm getting traffic onto it. I've got really good stuff. And we keep her there for a little bit. And we get her clicking through and clicking through and clicking through. What's the What's causing the big issue here? No clear next steps. No clear how can frustrated Susie communicate with you. You don't have forms. You don't have a phone number showing. You don't have a chat function. You don't have any way for frustrated Susie at 3 o'clock in the morning to reach out. I'm not saying live reach out. I don't think frustrated Susie is expecting to call a phone number at 3 o'clock in the morning and get somebody. But if frustrated Susie's got a question in her mind and she's enjoying some of the stuff and it's it's helping her from what you've got on your site and she wants to take that next step in this relationship with you and you don't have any way of doing it, where's Susie going to go? Back to the search. Find the next one, right? Again, lost that conversion. Okay, Sean, understand that. I've listened really well to Google Nader. I've optimized, got really solid content, silos built out. I'm driving traffic to it. I've got frustrated Susie's attention and I'm listening to you and I've got things like a form and I've got stuff like a chat bot and I've got a phone number that she could, you know, call. Maybe I even route that phone number to a call center uh, late at night or in off hours or on weekends uh, so that there's at least an an answer uh, to that. This is the third tier of the major problem of why your digital marketing isn't converting. You got zero follow-up frustrated. Susie filled out that form two 33 o'clock in the morning after she read a couple of blog articles, read a couple pages on your website, filled out the form, but got nothing in response of filling that out and is now nervous that it didn't go through. She's questioning, did you even get it? The next day comes, nothing's happened. Another day goes by, nothing's happened. A week goes by and still nobody's reached out to her. Why? Because you didn't follow through. And I'm going to throw a couple stats and I'm going to stop, shut up for a second and let Roger kind of chime into this this piece. When doing some research out there, 50 to 60% of inbound leads, we talk a lot about inbound marketing, something we love. REI Toolbox, Top Results Consulting, we are like a... We are living the inbound world right now. We've hardly done anything. And my calendar is staying full, 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 full because of inbound, inbound, inbound. 50 to 60% of inbound leads leave unconverted because there's zero follow-up. This is most, most inbound leads, 50 to 60%. Five to six out of every 10 people that go to a website do something, fill out, talk chat whatever, opt in, end up never converting with that that business cuz there's zero follow up. 90 this one was shocking, Roger. 90% of web forms fail to convert. Because there's a form and they hit submit and it went out to the Bermuda Triangle. Because the business doesn't have any key place for that information to go. The business isn't paying attention to that information coming in. There was no next step ima- immediately after that, right? There was nothing that kept that person. It'd be like, think of the 90% of web forms not converting. That'd be the person that walked into your store, grabbed a product, and went and stood at the cash register, and nobody came to check them out. How long would they stand there? Before they put the product down and walked out of the store. And this is what's happening. When they fill out that form on your site, they're basically saying, Hey, I'm ready to, I'm ready to do something here. Talk to me. Help me. Right? The other analogy would be you go to you've probably been in Home Depot Lowe's, right? You hit the little call button. You're in an aisle, you need help in the plumbing section. You hit the call button, nobody ever comes. You hit the call button, nobody ever comes. How long are you going to stay in that, in that aisle before you decide to screw it? I'm leaving. I'm going to go to Home Depot because Lowe's doesn't want to help me or vice versa. Right? They're hitting the call button. They're filling out the form. They want you. They need you. They're raising their hand. They're saying yes. And it dies right here. So the, the big problem to, to note here is it's the conversion aspect, the follow-up process to get them to convert. That's where the biggest problem lies. I'm going to stop here before I go any deeper. Uh, on that, see. Do you have something you want to add uh, or thoughts? I see you kind of jotting notes there.
1: Oh man, I got to hold <laughs> just with that small section there. I gotta, we're not going to have be able to cover everything, but I do want to share a story um, and, and a little bit of kind of insight as well with what you just said, Sean, because I think that hits close to home for all uh, many of us uh, on how we experience, you know, a, uh, a company, business, right, customer service. And the information that they provide is how we make our final decisions, buying decisions or, or just doing a deal with you in this case. Right. Real estate. Um, so not too long ago uh, here in Maryland, I started kind of hearing, hey, we're going to get some snow. So I decided to, you know what, I got to get new tires for my Jeep and I got to get them fast before it starts snowing. I want to make sure it's good to go. Um, I went to the big box Costco and. Um, I thought I can trust them, right? Everything good. Um, Turns out that they gave me the runaround like I've never had a runaround before. And I was like, oh my God, (laughs) I do marketing. So I was like, this is horrible customer service. This is a really, really bad situation. And I need tires now. What did I do? I literally stepped outside of Costco, got on my phone, Googled discount tire. Well, I'm not from the East Coast. I live in the East Coast now, but discount tire, I believe doesn't exist (laughs) over here. But there's a local shop that popped up discount tire, something, something, right? First result, I clicked on it. Uh, They had, you know, it it redirected me to a landing page. I basically had a phone number or an opt-in form. I clicked the phone number. I called the guy that answered the phone, extremely generous, asked me all the, you know, general questions that I expect to hear. It's like, what car is it? What tires do you have on there? What are you expecting? Very smooth. Very smooth. And then he even said, all right, I don't have them here right now. I can have them here tomorrow. Um, this is the price. It was actually higher, a little higher than Costco, obviously, right? Because I didn't even hesitate because of the experience, because of the flow of the sale or, or, or pretty much, uh, I mean, the I they attracted me through organic. They then engaged with me when I got on the phone in a really good manner. They got me my tires the next day when I left. I went back and I never, I hardly ever do this. I don't know why, because I always coach my clients to do this, but I left a review. <laughs> so I became a, a they, a, you know, a raving fan after that. So that right. whole process right there is major when you do that, what we see happen in most cases, especially in real estate, just because we work with a lot of real estate investors is that middle part is broken. You will create, you know, the the platform, you will drive the traffic but when they try to get a hold of you, the communication is broken or the communication is very bad to the point where they just decide
0: to go to the next person. Right. Well, I think you nailed it when you said they answered. Bam. Yep. Right away. Right, which it kind of brings me into what I was about to say here and it kind of ties to this and Roger got the actual answer of the phone. But let's be, you know, 100 percent honest here. How many of you real estate folks out there are actually answering your phone when you actually get a call all the time? It doesn't happen unless you've got it set up where it's actually forwarding to a a call center and the call center is, you know, answering it. But even then, that's that's a very generic call. And I look at that as kind of like they've missed they they didn't really get the information yet because that person's just sure. Give me a little bit of info. I'll pass this on and and we'll get somebody, you know, to follow up with you Uh, piece of it. But the average individual, you've got about 15 minutes. So let's say Roger called that, you know, got to that landing page, chose to call and called and they were on the other line or they, they said, Hey, can we, can you hold? Right. You've got about a 15 minute window before that person goes cold and moves on. I I can almost imagine what happened at Costco. You probably got the run around, got pushed back. Maybe you tried to call and nobody could get on the phone with you and you kept bouncing around bouncing around something like that. Right.
1: I called first. I tried to get an answer first. I couldn't get it, what I needed, right? If they had it, not I had it, what, what was going on. I ended up taking my time just because I was frustrated and going into Costco <laughs> and getting the same runaround in the store to the point where I was like, I, to your point, how long are you, What? how much are you going to take
0: before you move on? Yep. So, I mean, you went, you went a little extreme there by driving there, but you've got about a 15 minute window. So if somebody calls you, they're on that page. They call you because you got your phone number on there. You listened to to Roger, did the right thing, but you don't answer. And I hear this all the time from our clients. Yeah, I try to follow up with, with, uh, you know, missed calls, or I try to follow up with people that have called and left us voicemails and I'll leave it on the voicemail. Hey, we'll get back to you in the next 24 to 48 hours. You have 15 minutes, 15 minutes for that lead that was just on your website who chose to call you to answer them. Same thing on a form. Or chat function, you got about a 15-minute window. If Roger would have chose to fill out that form, and let's say that form goes to that that location, they get notified, hey, you know, we just had a new submission on the form. If they would have reached out in at 15-minute window, they would have ended up with Roger's business like they ended up doing, right? You chose to call, but the same thing was true on the on the form. But what if you filled out that form? You're in dire need. Snow's coming in the next day or two. I want these tires now. You filled out the form and 72 hours goes by and then they finally call you back. Meanwhile, you've already gotten tired somewhere else and the snow's already fallen. Unconverted lead. So understanding that it, it's there's a very short time frame, a very short window of opportunity from the second our SEO does the right work by getting their attention and getting them on the site and them deciding to go the next step in this relationship with you. Got a very small window of time to convert them. At the same time, the other problem that I see with this, we've got a lot of clients that they're like, "Okay, cool. I'll just uh, tell them to go ahead and schedule a time to talk to me. We're just going to go straight to the schedule a time piece." About one to three percent of people are ready to do that. The average person needs about five to seven touches. They need about five to seven communication points the second they they say sure to go rogers a very good example of the one to three percent what i call the now buyer snow's coming oh crap i don't have good tires i just moved from guam my first time being in the snow i need new you know new tires that are capable of handling this on my jeep that's a now situation you're ready to roll this minute but if you would have moved there you know in in august and said hey i need to get new tires I'm going to start looking. I'm going to start finding a good price. I'm going to find a good reputational, you know, a good place to take my Jeep to. I'm going to start looking at brands, these type of things. You weren't ready to buy in August because, well, I don't really need them until we start getting into the winter months. So you got some time. So you're not going to rush into that. You probably wouldn't have paid more just because the experience in that case. You might have done some other research, right? And if that company wanted your business, they would have to keep following up with you, keep following and keep having conversations, keep trying to keep you coming in to get there. Good, I saw you on mute.
1: Oh, no, I was just going to say, correct, absolutely.
0: And the other thing to, to consider in this, especially in the real estate world, people are more comfortable today communicating by hiding, I call it. They are more comfortable communicating where their thumbs can do the work. Writing an email, writing a text message, writing a chat. Right. Text message leads the way, especially in the real estate space. Right, take take stress, Susie, three thirty in the morning. Sends you a message through your website, calls and leaves you a voicemail. You wake up at seven thirty in the morning, get the get the voicemail, decide to start your day by nine a.m. I'm going to call motivated Susie back, right? Stress stress Susie that called me in the middle of the night. Super motivated now. I'm going to call her back at 9 a.m. What's she doing at 9 a.m., Roger? Just getting the kids ready. <laughs> She's trying to deal with two hectic kids yeah. as a single mother, right? And trying to get to that low-wage job. Oh, okay, well, she didn't answer. I'll leave her a voicemail. I'll try to call her again tomorrow at 9 a.m. same. <laughs> and then we go to my, my website just sucks. My online leads don't they're, they're dead leads. They're, they're bad quality. I don't get enough of them. Right. I only got one last month. Well, that one was, we've seen it time and time again, one lead coming through your website could mean 50, 60, 70, 80, a hundred thousand in, dollars in opportunity, but you let it slide. You let it slip away. Now take that analogy. In that situation, Roger, and at 9 a.m. when you decide to kick off your day, you shoot stressed Susie a text message. Hey, this is Roger with Access Home Buyers. I noticed that you called us last night, got your voicemail. Would love to figure out a good time that works for you to talk. Or let's say you did try to call her, not paying attention. You called her, you got your voicemail, and you shoot a text Hey there, this is Roger with Access Home Buyers. Just left you a voicemail. I know you're probably getting your day going, getting your, you know, getting going with, with your your day. Not sure what your schedule looks like. Would love to schedule some time to talk. Got your voicemail last night. Are you more or less likely to get that response? What would you
1: say? More. Way we're, more. We're, yeah. We're getting so used to kind of texting, right? That SMS is texting has become prime time.
0: Absolutely. What if instead of on the, on the site, what if instead of just saying, call me because you have this, this kind of capability or you're thinking this way, it's like, Hey, call or text us. And now Susie's texting you at three o'clock in the morning and you're not going to reply right there. Mark, hold that thought for a second, but you physically aren't going to reply right there. Right. But when you get up in the morning and you saw that text and you answer it back, no, that that's an expected conversation. And that's going to make her feel good. And that's going to keep her going. And even if she did continue doing research and look into some other ones, guess what? Your competition ain't following up because they're all experiencing this problem that we're talking about. So you'll, you will be the first one to the follow-up. You've got a better chance of keeping that individual in there with you. So how do we fix this problem? and we fix our issue with, with this conversion, we need to bring this capability in. We need to think this way. And I'm a big fan of there should be automation. When Roger goes to that landing page, and let's say he didn't call the company for the tires right away, and instead chose to fill out the form, something should happen next. Whether he fills out the form and it takes him to another page that confirms that they've got his submission. And here's, here's what to expect from here, right? Thanks for submitting this. We're receiving it. Somebody will be in touch with you in the next, you know, 30 minutes kind of thing. Uh, here's the questions that we're going to ask you so that you can have that information ready. Uh, if you're looking for immediate answers or immediate assistance, call us at this number. Just something to confirm that lets me know. All right, it actually went through. We see this too much. It just little pop up message like, "Thanks for submitting," <laughs> and and we're left wondering, did that go into the black hole? Where did it go? Is what's happening here? Right now, what I suggest happens is that form got submitted, and immediately, confirmation gets shot to an email. Confirmation gets shot out in a text message. Internally. Things should be happening. And this is something we've been building out and working a lot with our with our clients right now. When somebody calls and they don't answer, phone the, the, the system can actually text them back immediately and let them know, hey, we're currently busy on the other line. Would it be okay if I text or call you in a little bit? Uh, and there's a series of things that it, it does on automation just to keep that person in that 15-minute window, making sure that they understand and feel like they're having a conversation with us. They fill out a form, it it confirms that, it sends them an email, it sends them a text message, uh, lets them know some stuff, and then it automatically starts sending them some other stuff a day later, two days later, three days later, to make sure that this person is constantly being followed up with while you're trying to keep them in that that pipeline. That's how we fix this, this issue of... Everything Roger spent all of 2021 teaching you guys here on this Webbus podcast and getting good traffic to your site. This is how you fix the next layer. So I'm going to stop right there because I, I can go a lot deeper, uh, but I also want to respect time and give you a chance if there's anything you don't want to still add in here.
1: Yeah, I'll just add one kind of taking a couple steps back because a lot of people are in that in that process before they're they don't even know, right, that they need that automation that that's what's happening. Right. So one of the things to to look at and analyze in uh, your own business, and I kind of used an analogy I took or, or an example that I took from uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Love, I know a lot of our clients have kind of read that book, um, but kind of when you're building Kind of like a, a, an established kind of you know like wealth right when we talk about wealth well you have to have a strong foundation right and i know they use the the example of when you're building the the empire state building you you've got to dig a big hole before you start right so when we build uh did your digital presence not just your website but your digital presence right your brand online we dig that big hole we make sure we've set the foundation very strong right So you got to make sure you have that foundation. If you do, if you look back and you analyze like, man, I'm with, you know, top results consulting or another agency. And they, you know, I feel like I'm pretty confident what's here. And then, you know, you start seeing the blocks on top of that, you know, the empire state Building being built and you have that, but yet you still feel like those, those leads aren't working. They're, they're, you know, not getting enough. Then there is a portion it's time. Right. But there's sometimes when you are not, with a good agency or you built the website yourself and you're not sure how to build websites and you're not sure if you have a quality website, then you end up with what they call in the book, uh, the, the leaning tower of suburbia, right? Cause it's sitting on a six inch slab of concrete. And if you're building a big empire state Building, it's going to start kind of falling down. So make sure first that you analyze your online presence and make sure you have a strong one. And then once you have that and you and you identify like, yep. Then it's that next layer It's like now what Sean was just talking about with automation and kind of the next steps. How can I not have my leads that we have creating through the system not fall through the cracks? So I just want to kind of throw that in there. It's like super important to have that strong foundation
0: set up. Yeah, and I'm I'm not saying you got to go directly to automation either. Right, use that analogy that I just I used for you. If you were to fill out the form and it goes to this other page, and and, and that says, let's say stress Susie, three o'clock in the morning, likes what she saw, chose to fill out a form on your website. Well, too often it's that that's the dead end right there. That's where it all ends. Right? What if? All right, I don't have a tool that can do all kind of automation and automatically text and automatically answer and based on responses have conditional logic and all this kind of stuff like I'm talking about with a, with a software that we have that we use with our clients called lead vault. But uh, instead, what if it went to a page and on that page was a video of you saying, Hey, thanks for filling out our form. Thanks for submitting some information. Here's what to expect next. Here's our process. That information is being received. It's just being looked at myself or somebody from our team. will be reaching out to you in the next 12 hours. Here's some of the questions that we might still have, some things to consider and think about, right? And here's some additional resources or here's some additional information that you can also check out. And maybe there's different blog articles that you've got on your website around different scenarios and situations or things that you can keep them engaged or just provide more value with to take them deeper to the next and just more than anything just keep them feeling like all right this company's paying attention i didn't just submit something and go into a black hole i'm actually they actually care they're actually paying attention to me they've got a process i i understand it's three o'clock in the morning and nobody's going to call me right now but i get it they got the information they're going to review it first thing in the morning i'm probably going to get a call and maybe you have another box where it's like hey let us know a good time to talk or maybe that's where you can go ahead and put. A calendar system, if you had a calendar system, it's like if there's a really specific time that works well for you and it's available, grab it on our calendar. We'll call you at that time so that we know that it works and we're not bugging you. That's going to help that lead convert better than just fill out the form and you're going, well, I don't really know what to do with them next. So just uh, just have that information submitted to me and, and leave it there and I'll take it from there. Thoughts?
1: Yeah, I think uh, systems and processes on how to get someone there, huge, right? So sometimes that's the, 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 not even the missing piece, but one of them. There's multiple pieces here uh, on how to kind of take people to the next step, but without having some kind of system and process on holding their hand and taking them to the next step you're, they're going to fall through the cracks. I mean, everybody kind of that's done a little bit of marketing understands the top of the funnel, middle of the funnel, you know, bottom of the funnel, right? And the type of content that should be within those levels. Mm -hmm. But what happens is, yeah, you set all that up, but you're not holding their hand to the next step, right? And all that's a lot of work. And then you miss that step to hold their hand, the automation or whatever system you have in place to do that for you, or you're doing it manually, right? Um, You miss that. So those leads are just kind of coming and going, coming and going. And the worst thing is you have no idea that's happening.
0: So. Absolutely. And that, I mean, that goes to the tracking piece that you brought up earlier. And we we could do an entire episode just on what we should track, how we should track it, you know, things to look at. But I want to I want to close us out with this this last kind of stat, because <clears throat> I talked about text is kind of leading the way. Right. People feel really comfortable if you guys are watching us or you're seeing this on, on the YouTube video, not just listening, you see my phone. As a matter of fact, I pull it out and I've got two text messages to our business line <laughs> through our platform that are, that are just on here. Um, but people are more comfortable grabbing that phone and answering back. And there's statistics out there that show it. And this, this one I found uh, in some research and it was 90 per, 98% of all text messages are opened. Listen to this whole thing, right? 98% of text messages are opened. 95% of text messages are open and responded to in three minutes of being delivered. 98% of the texts that are sent get opened. And 95% are actually respond opened and responded to within three minutes. So let that be kind of the, the key element that says if somebody is trying to get in touch with your business and you can't be in touch at all times, you can't make sure that you're answering every single time somebody's reaching out to you. If I replied immediately with a text message, I have a 95% chance that in three minutes, they're going to look at it, read it and write something back to me. That's insane. That's insane. Email could get lost for days. Phone calls, we could play phone tag galore. 95% chance I send this text message. They're reading it, and they're writing me back in about three minutes. Pretty powerful. The the last one, uh, this was looking at U.S. consumers. This this stat was looking across the the country or uh, across the globe. U.S. consumers, though five times more likely to send and receive text messages than phone calls. The U S is huge with being on their text side of their phone, not wanting to get on a phone call. So if your entire process to convert online leads or just convert leads in general is I just, they have to call me. I force everybody. They must talk to me on the phone and Roger and I step in and we're like, no, We'll do the whole entire thing through text message if you want to. We have a five times better chance of doing more business than you. So I remind you, what's the problem with your online leads not converting into really true opportunities? It's not a lead flow problem, folks. It's a follow-up problem. I'm going to end there for today. If you want to end us with something, some fine words, wise wisdom, Old Guganator, yeah. Just don't don't build the
1: the Leaning Tower of Suburbia. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> build your Empire State Building. Get a good foundation. Get some systems, and processes in place. To Sean's point, um, you just got to have those systems in place to be able to follow up. To follow absolutely. Up.
0: And if you're uh, listening to this, or or, or just it's running wild in your head and you want to better understand how from an automated standpoint, some of this stuff can come into play. Uh, definitely go over to LeadVaultCRM.com. Check it out. Uh, it is one of the most powerful platforms out there for the real estate world uh, to, to build this stuff out. We've been having a blast getting a lot of our, our clients integrated into this and just seeing the massive change and the way that follow-up happens and how quick we had, Short quick story and then I'll then I'll end us. One of our clients was like, prior to using lead vault, prior to to just thinking more like you guys are talking about right now, what we're saying, they would send campaigns out and they'd get a bunch of calls and get told F you or they'd get replies and it'd be like F you kind of stuff, right? Go away, get out of here, F off, all that kind of stuff. When they started shifting the mindset and focusing more on responding to motivated inbound opportunities in a quick format, the FUs, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm confused. All of that stuff went away. And they started getting polite conversations, polite communication. They actually had individuals where they would answer them and the person actually was ready to move to the next step. And, and the process started to unfold and deals start to be made without all of that other, other stress because they've aligned their, their follow-up process, right, with what the majority of people are looking for in this hustle-bustle busy world that we live in. So I look forward to expanding on some of these in the future. I know Roger's got some fun ones up his sleeves over the next couple uh, weeks. I was thinking, Roger, real quick, next week we're going to be live at the Unleash Your Inner Line event on our podcast day so we might actually have to do a podcast live from there which means i got to bring a couple things with me so you and i can sit there and do it it'll actually be the first time we'll do one together side by side which could be really fun so uh be on the lookout for that folks uh next week and you got something to sign them off with we're good let's do it all right uh so with that we'll see you guys next week Welcome to season number two of The Web Buzz Podcast. And as always, here's to your success. We'll see you guys later. From all of us here at The Web Buzz Podcast, thank you for tuning in to this episode. If you got value out of this, share it out with your fellow business owners. Be sure to subscribe and follow the show. Reach out with any future episode topics you'd like us to discuss. Until the next episode, here's to your success.